namaste and welcome back to another episode of the sapient so today we have a very big guest like probably the biggest guest that i've ever had and yeah the you know as this episode rolls you will understand why i am kind of freaked out so welcome jean <laughs> hi don't freak out oh my goodness that won't be fun for you at all <laughs> Um yeah so how are you today I'm fantastic and I'm super happy to be here so please everybody chill we're going to have some fun yes everybody just take a deep breath you know like and grab your popcorns because this is going to be a long conversation <laughs> um <laughs> so jean what do you do for a living oh gosh um i might be a painter <laughs> I I am an artist. I am mm-hmm. a sculptor. I'm um I'm a painter obviously. I like to do my podcast in front of my most recent work which you're looking at behind me. Um mm-hmm. I'm a speaker. I'm uh trained as a, a I can do quantum healing work and shamanism and all the things, but predominantly my love is quite honestly to be doing what you're looking at behind me. Um and I'm the luckiest woman in the world to get to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I adore speaking and I love mm-hmm. teaching. So, yeah, there's I'm I'm a hybrid. I'm a disruptor. Um I'm kind of a combo mm-hmm. pack for sure and I can I can probably drop into almost any conversation, but if it if it leads with creativity, I'm your girl. Got it. so you are kind of superwoman where where you know you are doing multiple things yes, at the same I'm time yes i'm totally superwoman <laughs> thank you for <laughs> noticing <laughs> yeah thank you very much um yeah because jean i still can't believe you i have here um you know because just for my listeners you know so guys i started following jean in 2019 okay um so very early on you know like i i i was i was just kind of taken away from her art because in instagram and in facebook you see arts but you never know who made it you know but um you know jeans account was the first account that i stumbled upon in terms of art mm. and because you know it was covid and i was damn bored so i was like you know i need to get i need to get something interesting on my feed so that's when i found jean and i have been following her um you know with different accounts since 2019 and yeah so full in you know like disclosure i know her from a long time but she doesn't know me that's a trick here that's about to change <laughs> yes that's the only thing that's different wow. so jean where are you from originally or where am i now anything where, where are you from originally and how did you move um, where you are well i was born in new england and if i'm feeling really comfortable all my r's will drop because mm-hmm. of my boston accent that likes to come back in i've worked really hard to lose that accent but i was born in in the northeast and i lived there oh gosh probably i i i'm terrible at time um probably in my 30s and moved mm-hmm. to the south moved to to um florida i've been in the states pretty much my whole life um then moved to Raleigh North Carolina and now I am happily landed in Asheville North Carolina which is such a beautiful place to live 
So um, mm-hmm. I met I met Asheville about 25 years ago and mm-hmm. just spent the next 25 years trying to figure out how to get here. And um, <laughs> and now I'm here. I'm very fortunate. I live on uh, 10 minutes from a beautiful, beautiful city, tourist mountain mm-hmm. town. But um, I have bears that walk by my windows on the daily, right down my driveway. <laughs> So I'm very lucky. Mm-hmm. I'm very lucky. I have a beautiful life. I, I couldn't really, I couldn't ask for more at this point for sure. And I get to do the very thing that I love and be compensated mm-hmm. for it. So, you know, um, which kind of leads me into a lot of what I talk about with people and what they want to mm-hmm. know about, which is how to live free, you know? Um, and, be successful at it and we have to get a lot of things out of the way to allow ourselves the luxury of that whatever that looks like and Mm -hmm. i i believe that there are steps and i've done a lot of shadow work i've done a lot i've gone through a lot of heartbreak i've done all the things you know and to some degree i think that in some ways makes me uniquely qualified to speak to that kind of living, that living in alignment in in the present moment, if that makes sense. About five years Mm -hmm. ago, um, I lost my 25 year relationship and my whole world changed and to some degree fell apart. And if you've been on the planet for five minutes, you know that falling apart is a thing we do here. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and if if we can redesign and recalibrate who we are and learn who we're not, I think that in my experience that's how we get to alignment like yourself. Like are you doing what you love? Are you are you doing what like what I call lights your hair on fire? Mm-hmm. And if and if you're not why why are you Mm -hmm. why are you not doing the thing that your your blueprint your dna your your soul connect your soul contract tells you to do what happened why did you get off track did your parents tell you you Mm -hmm. never make money doing that did any was there anything else up you know for you that kept Mm -hmm. you kept you out of the the level of self-worth that it actually takes to do the thing that you love, despite Mm -hmm. what everybody tells you. That's, that's everything really. Mm -hmm. And it can take many years. Yes. It can take many years Mm -hmm. to get there. Right. We have to Uh, fail a lot. (laughs) Yes. Unfortunately, unfortunately, yes. (laughs) Yes. I I don't know who, uh, which philosopher said this, but, they said that you have an obligation to be happy, not successful. You know, this is a conversation that I have a, um, a beautiful woman that I've been working with for three years. She's my, essentially my spiritual mentor and, uh, my business partner on some things. And of course my friend, and she talks about the, her name is Rena Parikh. Um, she's just an incredible woman. And she talks about the difference between following a passion and following your dharmic 
blueprint. And sometimes it's a different thing, but always once you align with whatever it is, because passion could be anything, right? I could have a passion for fine wine. I could have a passion for yes. good food. I could have a passion for beautiful people. I, like whatever, it, whatever mm -hmm. it is, but it doesn't mean it's my sole contract. I can do those things, but I have to, once we become conscious and we start to align and we start to realize what it really is that we're supposed to do, the memories of other lifetimes will come into play and other dimensions. And, you know, everybody's talking about the multidimensionality of who we are. It's real. Mm -hmm. And we have experiences in those other places that lead us to the mastery of who we are. And some of us are at the mastery level and some of us are not. Does it make one better than the other? No, it means I had more lifetimes than you as an artist. That doesn't make me special. It just, mm -hmm. it just makes me follow my path. And I've gotten off that path many times. And I think it was just, I just didn't realize, I didn't realize the level of worth that I carried and the memories of the incarnations of hard work. And once I started to align with that, with that artist, right? Because I've done, like I said, I've done a lot mm -hmm. of things. I've done healing work and shadow work and I can run energy for people. I can do all those things. But what is it that really brings me to the world in a way that causes a reaction of the mirror of flow and creativity and joy and bliss, even through challenges, you still mm -hmm. know, you still know the truth of who you are. And once we tap into that, you can't fail. There's no failure. It's, it's impossible. Mm -hmm. It's impossible. And I honestly, I don't think I realized that until this past year. And Mm -hmm. You've been following me since 2019, but I've been flapping my yes. gums since 2006. <laughs> and I'm, I'm no stranger to the sound of my voice. <laughs> In fact, it's my favorite sound. <laughs> mm -hmm. But when I went through the massive life change that I went through, I moved and I lost my partner of 25 years and I stepped into some massively chaotic and somewhat damaging personal relationships um, with people who mirrored back to me who I was. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't like it a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to go on a self journey. And when that happened, I had to put the art down for a minute. Um, and if you've been following me since 2009, you probably watched me go through that because my heart pretty much lives on my sleeve. So mm -hmm. part of those trials and tribulations and the opening of my heart space and my, and my soul and the recognition, the awakening, so to speak right now, am I awakened? Nobody's ever mm -hmm. really awakened. We, you know, if I walk around telling you how awake I am, it makes me so not awake. <laughs> like, Yes. It just goes against all of it, right? But, mm -hmm. And we're messy. And we're all of the things and all of those things and personalities and aspects and 
ego, not ego and the ego bashing. I mean, we need an ego, right? Um, I call it earth guidance only. It doesn't really have mm-hmm. a different job. It has a job to create contrast is what I've learned through my mentor. And in that contrast, we get to experience the polarity and make new choices. And until we start to understand that and really watch ourselves, we don't know who we are. Most people are walking around having no clue who they are. My thoughts and Mm -hmm. ideas and like when I put color on the canvas, that's not me. I can't make that up. That comes from some divine amazingness that Mm -hmm. is a, that I'm a part of. But until I really understand that and, and put my ego down, like give my ego a different job here, pick the right color red. That's your job today. Pick the right color. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's all you have to do. You don't have to do anything else. Actually, you just got a promotion. You don't have to worry about running the show. You don't have to worry about driving the bus. You don't have to worry about mm-hmm. any of that stuff. And the first thing the ego does is it gets, it gets, get pissed. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. I got you here. <laughs> what, what do you do? Write the chest out? What do you, what, what? Mm-hmm. And so we, we have to like, we have to, we have to graduate to that level of understanding. And again, it's not, it's not an end game. It's a constant reevaluation. Yes. It's crazy, beautiful to begin to know that. And it's humbling. It's so humbling. So ultimately, if I may just continue the story, hopefully it's interesting enough. I put the paintbrush down and thought, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this anymore. And what ended up happening was I, I took all my work off of the commercial circuit, right? That I had many, many galleries and I was working so hard and I was painting up a storm and I was painting what other people wanted me to paint. And I was making a whole bunch of money, not going to lie. Mm-hmm. It was very successful. And I was becoming un- more and more unhappy. And I couldn't, mm-hmm. right? I was like, what's wrong? I'm doing my thing. I'm doing the thing. I'm doing the thing. I'm supposed to love doing the thing. Mm-hmm. So unhappy. And what I realized was everything out there, even if it is the thing that is your path, not going to make you happy. You got to go inside first. You got to figure that out. You got to come mm-hmm. to a place of peace within yourself. And again, work in progress. I hope you're talking to me in 20 years. Work in progress. I hope I'm always a work in progress because that's the whole point. That's what this whole planet is about. Mm-hmm. So um, I did take some time off, but what ultimately happened was people noticed and I didn't think they were gonna, right? Because <laughs> it's like when you <laughs> said, you're like, oh, I'm so happy to talk to you. I'm like, oh my God, seriously? What? Mm-hmm. You know, like, cause we don't, we don't know. We don't know who we're affecting mm-hmm. and why we're affecting them or, or who we're inspiring or who mm-hmm. we're changing because of something we say. And it's pretty wonderful not to know because it mm-hmm. keeps you keeps you in that humble place, right? Um, yes. But once we do know, there's a responsibility that steps in. And I'm not sure I wanted it. Not going to lie. I was like, mm-hmm. hmm, not sure I want to be that person. I don't think I, I, I don't <laughs> think I want to be in charge of that. That's a no. And so I had to go through the, what I call them, the meaningful awakening. A lot of people call it a dark night. I wrote a funny book about it. I'm hoping to publish. Um, 
because I think it's funny. I think it's funny now that we, mm-hmm. and I, I am full disclosure, fully mm-hmm. attached to my emotions, all of them. <laughs> Doesn't matter which mm-hmm. one, pick one. I could be crying in one minute and laughing in another. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, so my teacher called me a method actor. She's like, you're a method actor on the universe. You want to own the skill of three. <laughs> Own it and be it until mm-hmm. you're completely and fully immersed and addicted to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because nobody's going to grieve harder than me, right? <laughs> uh huh. Guess what? Um, get in line. Not behind me either, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Got it. So that changed everything. I couldn't figure mm-hmm. out how to get happy. And once I did that work, and, and the other thing that happened was people didn't want me to go. So I ended up developing um, a deeper relationship with clients who had before didn't have, uh, weren't being able to connect with me because, you know, I was in, I was in a particular kind of gallery. They, the system is flawed. All systems are flawed. Mm-hmm. Humans are flawed, but the system <laughs> is so, you know, your clients had to, had to work through the gallery system which is fine. That's, mm-hmm. that's what it's there for. But when social media became more prominent, people could find me. Yes. Right. I mean, there, and, and why would I hide my goodness? So mm-hmm. I ended up developing a, a fairly nice following of clientele. Some of them pretty elite, which I won't, mm-hmm. I won't name drop, but super duper proud of that. Um, that I work either on commission and, and create pieces specifically for them. And then what happened was through the, through the spiritual work with my teacher, my mentor, I started to hear that divine voice and the work changed. And now what we're developing is my either memory remembrance of like, who I really am and how I know how to do this Mm -hmm. or that, or some of it's new. Like I have never painted like this before. Well, yes, you have just not in this lifetime. You've done it in this lifetime or you've done it in this lifetime. And so I started, um, being retaught the alchemical process for one, which comes through a book, for example, called the Kybalion. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but mm-hmm. my teachers brought in the hermetic teachings, which in other lifetimes I was an alchemist. And I'm like, oh my goodness, no wonder I have such a propensity for that, such a, a desire and almost like a second nature to do it. Mm-hmm. And the dark side of that is persuasion and ma- manipulation through mm-hmm. knowing how to move energy. So we can do it for good but we mm-hmm. do it for not so good <laughs> mm-hmm. and we get to choose, right? There's, it's, it's just the, the universe of free will. So I decided at one point, I want to do this for good. I've already done all the other things I've manipulated. I've bullied. I've, I, you know, I've been that person. I've been that person in this lifetime mm-hmm. and I've been that person in other lifetimes. And now I've decided I, I'm not going to do it that way anymore. I don't want to be that person. So I'm going to follow mm-hmm. this path. And I'm going to co-create with the divine nature of, you know, and everybody calls it something different. God, the divine, the universe, the ever loving flowing ocean of love, who cares? 
it's mm-hmm. all a part of it. And so when I come into the studio, if I tap into that, which I'm learning and it's getting stronger and stronger and stronger, the development of the messaging became, it was different. It wasn't just paint on a canvas anymore. It's actually what some people would call activated or light coded, or, I mean, these are all big woo woo fancy words, right? People are like, Mm -hmm. I don't get it. What's a light code. And I'm like, let me think about that. It's a word I use, (laughs) but to me, what it means is connecting with the light and then grounding that connection into something visually beautiful. Um, and then that developed into a series of pieces. This one that you're looking at with the big mm-hmm. globe and the little girl in the war torn sadness is a part mm-hmm. of a massive undertaking mm-hmm. that we are hopeful by divine grace to bring to the planet a global exhibition which will be an immersion experience for people where they come Mm -hmm. in they experience the art but because the art is channeled right i say it in Mm -hmm. quotes because everybody channels we're all channeling Mm -hmm. me talking to you right now is me channeling something me even right but channeling what mm-hmm. the divine wants to say, what my divine consciousness wants to say. And we're at a place on the planet right now where there's it's a crossroad. And some are going to go one way and some are going to go a different way. And the battle is real. It's a spiritual war. Um, and art has the ability to trans- mm-hmm. transcend, transmute, inspire and it's innocent right i mean if you really think Mm -hmm. about it who doesn't love art i mean to some degree somebody at least chooses a red pillow at target instead of a blue one because they Mm -hmm. have they have an inspiration to do a certain thing doesn't have to be this right Mm -hmm. but when we start to understand what art really is and Mm -hmm. what it can be for example, um, AI is the big buzzword right now, right? And AI makes beautiful yes. pictures, beautiful mm-hmm. pictures, all kinds of fantasy. I, I love it, but it has no soul. It's not capable. It's, it can't have a consciousness that connects in the same way. Now, <laughs> whether that mm-hmm. changed down the road, I have no idea, but for now, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to mm-hmm. replace a lot of what's not working on the planet anyway. Mm-hmm. It's going, it's right. We are in a place where, where things that are not working are crumbling. They're failing. And, mm-hmm. and people are frightened. And yes. <laughs> so, um, you know, it was interesting you, you brought AI up. Um, what is your opinion on those people who call themselves digital artists ah. who say I paint through AI. Yeah. So that's a little different. I, I'm talking about when you literally tell chat GBT, you know, I want to see a blah, blah scene and it, it, it scrapes the internet and it comes up with a, with a, with a picture. I know mm-hmm. a lot of artists that utilize this technology to enhance 
right? Mm-hmm. I'm not anti-forward. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a little bit analog, probably because of my age. But I mean, I was a photographer for many years. This is a funny story. A little bit, a little bit funny. I hope it's funny. Um, very successful wedding and portrait photographer in my early 30s um, for about 13 years. And during that time, they came out with digital cameras. And mm-hmm. I said, that's that's never gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> and an even funnier story, um, when I was a tiny person, my father worked in like a plumbing and heating supply industry. And he mm-hmm. brought home a prototype. Mm-hmm. And it was the very first gas grill. It was the pro it was mm-hmm. like the and it was called gas grill. And he brought it home <laughs> and he was so proud and he put it together and he wheeled it into the backyard. And my mother said, that's, that's never going to fly mm-hmm. <laughs> because who, okay. who doesn't love charcoal? <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I am not anti-progress. In fact, I am with the help of my partner and, and some other team members developing an augmented or at least looking into the possibility of an augmented experience Mm -hmm. that people can bring home and have after they have the in-person immersive of this experience. It'll be 10, I think 14 paintings all together. And my partner Mm -hmm. is a, um, she's Indian and Mm -hmm. he is an ordained monk and she's going back to India to, and please forgive me. Um, the word is Diksha Soma Diksha. And there's something that she knows how to Mm -hmm. do that I cannot speak eloquently to, Mm -hmm. um, that we are going to put together that people can come in and have this beautiful immersive experience. And our desire is that these entities will literally come off the canvas. They're here to say something. So, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how it's all going to unwrap because honestly, the divine's in charge of that. I, I didn't even make that painting. I didn't have a clue what was going to show up on that canvas until it showed up, Mm -hmm. but it's teaching me how to paint other pieces that are not a part of this exhibition that have Mm -hmm. the same elements that have a louder voice and can magnify in a frequency that's very specific. So let's say for example, you're single and you want to find your soulmate. Super simple metaphor. And you say yes. to me, I want my person, which mm-hmm. I don't know that many people who don't want their person. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we can create through energy, through the quantum experience. I, I'll share, it's a little vulnerable and I don't know how many people I've told this in public, but I do know that I'm a star seed, mm-hmm. that I come from a different planetary, a, a different space. Um, mm-hmm. And it's Pleiadian. And from where I come from is all about emotion and color. So duh, no wonder I'm a mad colorist. <laughs> but right. But so I, so I'm dropping in that experience and I'm having memories of those experiences where I was already an intern for Michelangelo, for example, or Leonardo da Vinci. I can tap into the energies of Michael Basquiat. I can, um, are you still there because you blipped out? 
Yes, I am here. Excellent. Um, mm -hmm. And so when we open ourselves up to the multidimensionality of who we are, first of all, Jean becomes mm -hmm. a little bit unimportant, right? Not really, mm -hmm. not really that important, but enormously important all at the same time. I hope I'm making sense. Kind of. <laughs> Ask away. Where did, mm -hmm. where did I go off into my crazy rabbit hole? <laughs> Got it. So, um, you know, because I have been following you for a long, long time. What I feel like long time, you might not because you have been in, you know, social media forever. Sure, sure, sure. Um, you know, because I used to, you know, you used to pop up in my feed whenever you used to put up an art. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of offbeat, you know, that's kind of cool. Um, and I, I, you know, I really thought about it yesterday night. Like, why was I attracted to your art? And I really, you know, like thought about it for a long time, maybe an hour or two. And I finally figured it out, I think. Tell me. Um, but you kind of messed me up with the, uh, you know, art in your background. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you why. Um, because one on your left, it seemed because, uh, um, no, the other one, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe on your, on your right, I think. Yeah. So that looks very perfect to me. I mean, I couldn't paint even if my life was online. <laughs> oh, you mean <laughs> but more it, it looks very? Do you, do you mean it has a, a realistic quality to it? Is that what you mean? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, no, it, it's more like definitive. Like you can make it out. What does that ad stand for? Yeah. Um, but the ones that you know you you have put on Instagram, it takes more like mental capacity to understand what's going on in there. Yes. Including so, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think you know, like all of your art is like, um, you know, a reflection of you. Sure, absolutely, um, definitely. Yes. So, um, you know, so I used to, I think I used to like your art because it was so kind of different. Mm -hmm. Um, because in Instagram and in social media in general, people are so so, like, addicted to everything being perfect. Really. You know, <laughs> yes, because oh yeah, um, <laughs> because I had seen uh, one one another artist. So she used to come uh, do commission like portraits, and um, you know she put up a video saying you know this is the real photo and this is what I drew, and she I think she had forgotten like a mascara on one eye, <laughs> and fair. people were like like how dare you like how dare you do this, and um, yeah so like internet is perfect obsessed. But whereas your art is, you know, it take, it takes like patience and kind of stability, you know, mental stability to understand what's going on. So um, I think that's why your art makes sense to people. And as you said, you know, you have built a strong clientele and following in social media. Um, yeah. So coming to like my next like genuine curiosity, um, have you heard of these DMT artists? No. Okay. So. Uh, there are um, artists, right, yeah. who say that um, I, I I don't want to you know like put them down or anything, but you know they say essentially say that you know we consume um, things like you know mushroom and DMT, and you know they go into buzz and start they start creating arts, um, you know drawings and painting and you know, like incredible detailed um, you know like pictures, right? Yeah. And they say you know this is not something that I could do um, right now. 
like so they're on, using, on, a, on a they're using a chemical enhancement let's say let's call it that. yes exactly like, <laughs> uh yeah especially it's like you know mycelium playing that part uh that fungi playing the part of you know like uh getting them buzzed yeah where they're they are able to come with incredibly detailed um you know art so what do you think about it what do i think about the usage of it or what do i think about I mean, we can go in a million different directions. Mm-hmm. I I come so, from the land of no uh-huh. judgment, so <laughs> got it. So you know, um, my question is more into: Do you think that's like a, a real possibility that people can generate different arts, you know, in different let's say mindsets, or do you think it's it's more of like you know like them letting their imagination run wild? Well, wouldn't it be cool if we could let our imaginations go wild and paint flying whales without the chemical enhancement? Yes, that would be <laughs> cheaper and efficient. Cheaper. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am not anti-enhancement. I have never mm-hmm. tried any of those things. If I were in the right situation with the right medicine person and the right guide, I might. I, I'm i not opposed to it. What I think that they're tapping into, and again, I'm, I'm going to speak without any knowledge of what that feels or looks like, right? Mm-hmm. But what they're speaking to is, think, I think, is freedom, mm-hmm. right? Our imaginations are the most powerful tool we have in this, on this planet. Creativity is the bridge and it's not to leave the planet. We chose to be here. We're all complaining mm-hmm. about the matrix and complaining about, and let's I, get me out of here, get me out of here, get me out of here. You volunteered to come. What are you talking about? You were like vehemently insistent that you get here. And now all you want to do is get out. <laughs> so, that's another podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, I don't believe or disbelieve that these artists mm-hmm. feel freer to allow that level of imagination, take them wherever they want to go with no boundaries. So they're going to create in a way that they come back into their bodies. And again, I'm, I'm pretending I know what I'm talking about here. Mm-hmm. Come back in their bodies and they look at it and they go, whoa, I am mm-hmm. amazing. Give me another mm-hmm. hit. Yes. So what if we created something that did not involve that? I'm, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm saying, what if there were other ways? For example, I've learned to meditate after 60 years on the planet. And it was nothing <laughs> like what I thought it was. I was like, oh my God, you got to shut your brain off. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do this. You got to do that. No, you don't have to do any of that. You do any of that. Mm-hmm. Sit still. So let's start with that. <laughs> let's start with sitting still. <laughs> just, just mm-hmm. you know, five minutes of sitting still. Yes. Right? And just get yourself to a place where your mind is never going to shut off. It's its job to keep playing the real. It's that's what it does. Mm -hmm. Your job 
to only observe. Mm -hmm. That's the hard part. Because <laughs> I want to give that story mm -hmm. meaning, and I want to give that person meaning, and I want to give that story meaning, and I want to give that story meaning. And then I realize, mm -hmm. oh my God, none of it means anything. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree with that. Holy cow. You know, <laughs> because, you know, I think like brain is so similar to soil. Because if you don't like, you know, if you have any, like, if you have seen farming or, you know, you have ever been related to it, people understand that if you just leave the soil alone, it's going to grow something. It never stops growing. Yet people say, you know, soil needs to be rested. And brain is very similar to that, right? Yeah. You know, people, people say, you know what, I don't need to think, you know, I need, I need to shut my brain down. I'm like, dude, like, that's impossible. Good luck with that. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, it's not under your control by any means you know no. and it is controlling you way more than you'd ever think that you know you are you are being controlled that's and right. you're being influenced that's right and that's what and I that's the first mistake sorry to no, 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 go. interrupt keep going um and, oh that's the first mistake that people do when anyone talks about meditation i'm like uh, they're like you know i i can't sit alone i'm like yeah do, do you drive a car and they say yes I'm like, okay, what are you thinking when you're going 100 miles an hour? And they, they're like, you know, I'm I'm just concentrating on the road. I'm like, yeah, that's meditation yes. right there. You know, that yes. right there. <laughs> yes, yeah, I do walking meditation because mm -hmm. sitting still is not in my wheelhouse of amazing things I know how to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I do walking meditations and I do, and I do meditate when I'm, when I'm in that space, so when I, when I come into the studio, my meditation is actually a prayer and I know it's different, mm -hmm. right? I'm taking, I'm taking it out of context now, but, but my form of meditation is I come out a little ritual, right? And I, I say a prayer and I say, okay, I said, just, um, please, dear God, get me the fuck out of the way. <laughs> that's, mm -hmm. my, that's my meditation. Mm -hmm. And then it can sometimes take an hour of moving paint around before mm -hmm. I realize that I'm about to download something, you know, like I'm, a, mm -hmm. I'm about to create something that has a conversation. So I react mm -hmm. to the piece and then the piece react tells me what it needs. It tells me what it wants and blah, blah, blah. Right. The minute I start thinking, that's it. Cool. I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> the minute. Yes. And I'll look yes. at a finished piece and I'll go, oh my God, that was finished like nine layers ago. Mm -hmm. And now I've overpainted it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I have to yes. try to undo what I just did and I make it worse, make it worse, make it worse, make it worse. Now the paintings you're yes. looking at behind me, don't forget, mm -hmm. those are not the way I paint every day. That's not me painting. That's not me. Yes. So. Yes, I I know right? you. Yeah. <laughs> and I sit back and I mean they're gorgeous and they're wow and they have all this meaning and I go, how did I do that? Well, I just I let go. Mm -hmm. It's a different kind of letting go. But when yeah. I throw paint on a canvas in the way that I do when I when I build when I create my abstracts, it's mm -hmm. a whole different conversation and a whole different level of of awareness, I guess. Mm -hmm. What I will say is what I was taught was absolutely, <laughs> this is funny. I'm not trained by the way. I'm a total outsider artist. I am completely, I came in like this. Nobody trained. So no training. 
So you you never went to any school, no. nothing like no. arts. No, which makes me the best teacher ever. <laughs> yes, I think so. I think so. So when I started creating things, and I'll tell you some stories which are really funny and how you get off track. When I was in the first grade, I drew this little lamb under a tree. It was a homework thing we had to do, and I spent all weekend doing it. And I brought it to school, and I got an F. And it was mm-hmm. beautiful, like it was beautiful. Now, first of all, who gives a child an F in art? Yes, in art. First of all, yeah. let, let's talk about that problem. <laughs> yes. So my mother goes to the school, and she's you know she gets with the principal, whatever, and she's like, I don't understand what it was this about. Like, clearly, it's perfect. So, mm-hmm. you know, she was my mother. Um, and the teacher said that they didn't believe that I did it. They, mm-hmm. they thought my mother drew it, right? Mm-hmm. And then it happened again in the third grade. Mm-hmm. And it was a self-portrait. Oh, my goodness. And my mother set up her little makeup table and on the kitchen table. And it, it was like a week-long event. I would come home from school and I would draw mm-hmm. myself, right? Because my mother said, well, <laughs> let's, let's put you in the mirror and then you can draw you. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it looked like me. It was a little Picasso-y, but <laughs> it did look like <laughs> me. And it was all a pencil mm-hmm. drawing. And what was the third grade? Six, seven, eight, nine, nine years old. Mm-hmm. So, and I get to school and I am so proud of myself, right? Like I'm literally, like, mm-hmm. my school bag is in my backpack, but my drawing is in my hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. I present my drawing and the next day, all the mm-hmm. drawings that the kids did of their self-portraits were hanging around the classroom, except mm-hmm. for mine. I couldn't find mine. So, of course, I go home crying. Mm-hmm. Crying is a big theme with me. So, And my mother traipses off to the school again. And the teacher said, I didn't want to hang jeans because I didn't want her to make the other kids feel bad about what they did. Mm-hmm. And those two memories, and there are others, right? There are other memories. Mm-hmm. Those were enough yes. for me to be like, why would I do that then? <laughs> why, would, mm-hmm. why would this be a thing I do? Nobody's going to be telling me I'm wonderful. So mm-hmm. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it anymore. And So, um, sorry to disturb no, you. No, no. Uh, was your third grade art teacher a woke, like woke person? Do you think I was woke at the time? No, Is no. That... You were teacher. Oh. You were art teacher. <laughs> no. Because, you know, she said she did she did not want others to feel bad. Oh, my God. But think about that. And and also, it was a parochial school. Like, I had the little plaid skirts, right? Can you imagine me wearing little plaid skirts? But it was it was a Catholic school. And, and again, I'm not going to religion bash, but I could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... You're open to yeah, no. and you would not be the first oh, person on my show to do so. Dear God, please. Right. May lightning strike. Just kidding. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was, it was her own limited way of seeing the world. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, and, yes. and when I look back on it, you know, it really was her job to put that damn painting on the wall. Right. <laughs> Um, Mm -hmm. you know, because no matter what happened after that, 
the mm-hmm. wound was carved. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. People could be saying they're sorry to me about something like that until I'm 50. But until I reconcile the wound within me, which goes mm-hmm. for the healing work, right? Why I became such a, what I would call kind of a powerful healer. I'm more powerful mm-hmm. now because I know I'm not a healer at all. <laughs> it's not me doing any of it. Um, mm-hmm. But if I didn't have that experience, and this goes back to mm-hmm. something I say about trauma, trauma teaches us. And it teaches us to self-martyr and self-victimize, or it teaches us to overcome and be empowered. And for the most part, it does both. Mm-hmm. But when I returned to art, it wasn't until I, I became a photographer. It doesn't really matter. I'm like one of those savant musicians. Um, mm-hmm. They pick up any instrument and can play them all. I cannot, although I definitely mm-hmm. have an ear for music. And so I, I know that that's a part of me because music is art. Mm-hmm. Well. But you give me color, give me a pencil, give me a piece of paper, give me, give me rocks to build a mosaic. Mm-hmm give me it like anything has to it has to be more like it's always more like i can't just put that i can't make it plain it's got to have a little border mm-hmm. in it it's got to like i do the same thing it's a little bit of a funny story so we were having a driveway built and these guys were like right concrete guys like most of them had most of their teeth and so mm-hmm. they're laying down this concrete and i have all these little blue iridescent tiles that I want to inlay Mm -hmm. into the concrete. Now, again, these are just, they're not going to get it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I go to the foreman and I say, I have all these, I want to put them in the concrete. He got it. Mm -hmm. And he stopped all the guys from like brush brooming the thing. Mm -hmm. Where I wanted to put them. And I Mm -hmm. spent another half hour, 20 minutes. Right. And when it was done, all these guys that I thought wouldn't get it, got it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, book, cover, never judge again. Yes. Never again. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing happened with, a, there's a painting behind this one that you can't see. And mm-hmm. all the people are either black or brown. They're, it's the return of the ancestors. Mm-hmm. And I'm having, again, with the driveways. Oh my God. So I'm having this asphalt driveway put in on my property and mm-hmm. all but one guy were men of color and they're driving with their big equipment. Right. I, I loved these guys. We had so much fun and they're driving by the studio and they see this painting. And one guy mm-hmm. literally stops his machine, gets out of the truck and says, can I go in your studio? And I'm like, yeah, of course. Come on in. Yeah. By the end of it, within 15 minutes, they were all here, <laughs> like like big deer in the headlights, looking at this painting. And one guy looks at me, and he's kind of making this weird face, right? And I go, I know, I'm really white, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, kind of. <laughs> Oh my God. And so it opened up this gorgeous conversation about Mm -hmm. who they were and, you know, why I'm painting them and what the message is. And like I said, they're all dark skinned, but they all have blue eyes. And I couldn't figure out what that was Mm -hmm. about. And then I find out later through my teacher 
who is a brown woman, said, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, they were from a the people that lived in Africa. They were very dark skinned, but they all had blue and green eyes. And I'm like, oh, my God, I thought I was going crazy. I'm like, you know, <laughs> trying to inflict my white chick into the painting. She goes, no, that's <laughs> that's really I was like <laughs> offended at myself. Right? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my God, it was like such a funny story. And I said. And that's happened to me before. And so I think I have some lifetimes in Africa, uh, specifically West mm -hmm. Africa, um, because I studied some some Yoruban shamanism. And if I may just go on, because the stories actually, sometimes they just get better. And I had these clients who loved my work. And they always like, sometimes when I had, you know, the people, when I do the people, and they would mm -hmm. either have a, <laughs> their faces were my thumb, right? And they would either be a white thumbprint or a black thumbprint, depending on the piece. And these people bought a painting that I had painted of uh, an abstract of Maya Angelou, mm -hmm. um, my favorite poet. And they called me after the gal. I shut down the galleries, right? And they called me and they were like, we're not mm -hmm. in the galleries anymore, but we, we're building a house on Martha's Vineyard. And we really want your art. And I said, okay, which ones are you thinking? And so they were in Raleigh and they were building their summer cottage on Martha's Vineyard. It was a 10,000 square foot summer cottage. Oh, that's so small. I, right. And so I, I roll <laughs> up and I have some, the paintings that they picked. And then I threw in one more painting. I don't know why I just did it. Like, we don't know why we do the things. Right. And mm -hmm. I walk in and I open the door. And once again, it's, it's this, this black couple. African-American mm -hmm. couple and they're kind of looking at me <laughs> mm -hmm. and I go once again super white chick <laughs> and he's like oh my god like I like because they had never met me and mm -hmm. just I don't know why I'm telling these stories but maybe it's because we are all integrally connected mm -hmm. at some level in some way. And if whatever I'm bringing through connects with you, that's all you need to go. That's all you need to worry about. <laughs> mm -hmm. You have to worry about anything else, whatever yes. it is that connects with you. And if it's my abstract mm -hmm. work that, that makes your brain go doing right. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'll yes. look at this. I got to look at it again. Holy crap. Why do I love this? What I will share. Exactly. What I will share. Um, is what I'm about to share a lot more of. The reason that you are attracted to it is because there's something within it that resonates with you. And it's, it's not just a visual experience, right? Mm -hmm. It hits something inside of you. Now, maybe yes. it, maybe it hits your analytical brain. Like who knows? Right? Mm -hmm. I can't figure that out. What's going on here? I exactly. Oh my God. Yes, you exactly guessed it right. That's all you need to know. That's all yes. you need to know. And that's what yeah. makes it so beautiful, right? So yes. So back yes. to the question of DMT, who cares? Exactly. <laughs> I certainly don't care. I love yeah. I love all kinds of art. Um mm -hmm. yeah. So do you think like, um, I don't care if I offend you with this question, but I want to ask it. Like, you can't offend me, you by think the way. That... I'm unoffendable. <laughs> uh -huh. 
that's that's a great attitude <laughs> like do you think that artists beat you know uh, you know painters musicians actors you know poets do you think they're kind of crazy because they're so abnormal from the seat is you know the from the society that sometimes they do uh, like for 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 a common folk you know who doesn't understand all this right. um, you know like finer things right. do you think you know they seem to be like crazy and you know kind of um, you know weird i hope so <laughs> mm-hmm. i hope so <laughs> um i i will answer this way um they used Mm -hmm. to call shamans crazy Mm -hmm. they knew stuff they knew stuff we didn't know right Mm -hmm. yes we live i call myself a quirkopotamus we live in a world that is available to us and not to you that's what makes us so cool (laughs) and yes we're able to tap into that little bit of crazy we're all a little crazy if i'm not a little crazy i don't want to be here Mm -hmm. what's the point in being here and being all (laughs) adulty it's just Mm -hmm. so yeah um yes and no we're tapping mm-hmm. something we're tapping into something and i don't mean you specifically i mean mean you as the collective you we're tapping into something that you don't understand and when we mm-hmm. do that it's either off putting right mm-hmm. meaningless to you well that's just yeah. that's just crazy offensive offensive um mm-hmm. because you're frightened of your own a little bit crazy maybe Maybe you're frightened yes. of your own, or maybe you're so deeply wanting what we drank. <laughs> yes, magic potion. I want what she's having. <laughs> and if we can allow ourselves to keep growing, and this will speak a little a little bit to what you're saying about the art is different depending on right what mm-hmm. you're looking at. I'm actually getting ready to put together yes. an anthology of my work from start to finish that's going to go on my website mm-hmm. to show you the transitions of who I am as an artist and how I got here and because people want to know it's it's exciting to mm-hmm. them, especially if we don't act crazy um, yes and by the way um I am a digital marketer by profession you know I have I my own uh, consultation firm and etc etc like all the bullshit work right um but your website is incredible <gasps> Like, I don't know who did it. I don't know whose concept was it. Um, I, I I really thought like you really put a lot of work into it because it's it clearly like visible. It took a year. The amount of work. It Sorry, it took It what? took a year. It, it Damn. <laughs> it took a year for two reasons. One, I wrote all the content. Mm-hmm. And by the way, her name is Hannah Coward. I can't believe her last name mm-hmm. is Coward, but... Um, and she is a brilliant designer, Yes. but I art directed the whole from start to finish. So yeah. all of the imagery was taken mm-hmm. by my photographer and mm-hmm. then she obviously superimposed thoughts and ideas. So 
And all of the imagery are pieces that are taken from my home. So like there's one of a Buddha, there's one of yes. like, right? Like all of those elements are pieces of my home. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then pieces of my paintings and all of the symbolism are from my painting. She just lifted them off. And the funky font was yes. actually my handwriting. I thought so. I thought it so. was a very intense labor of love that took a long time. I went off the rails for about mm -hmm. six months chasing some blonde at the other end of the country. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say it that way. I thought I was in love. It's totally fine. <laughs> But, mm -hmm. um, that's not true either. I was in love, but I went off the rails. I was like, mm -hmm. everything else came to a stop. I was like, Oh my God, what's happening? And she said the same thing. She's like, did you meet someone? Cause where are you? <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so, and I was changing. So we would do something and then we would have to change it and do it. We have to change it. We do it. We change. Yeah. You're one of those clients. It's happening <laughs> now. It's happening mm -hmm. now. So, yeah. um, and the reason that you and I connected is because I, I hired a, a PR and marketing firm because it's time. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're the yes. ones that got me connected to you. How cool, how cool is that? Like, how does that happen? Right. Yeah, the world is weirdly small, oh like gosh, absolutely so small. Oh, cool. So thank you for the compliment. I will tell Hannah. She has had so many compliments. Um, yes. It was a labor of love, for sure. I put my heart and soul into it. And again, mm -hmm. it's it. we're shifting it again because as my career... Mm -hmm. um, right? Expands and escalates and, and I and I do something differently... Mm -hmm. The website has to reflect that. Uh-huh. So we're not exactly. we're not gonna lose the 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 right the thing that you right that you react Essence. to. We're not gonna lose that. Mm -hmm. But but we are gonna yeah. we're gonna we're gonna make the website match who I am and where I'm going. Mm -hmm. So Got thank it. you for that. And your comment to that is exactly mm -hmm. the same to any given painting that I do that you would have a response. Yes. It's the same. That makes sense. Web, the website, is it? Yes. It's the essence. Yeah. It's the essence. No, the, mm -hmm. that no, my reaction to website is insane. You know, because I understand, you know, websites. Aww. I'm like, whoever the hell built this, like had like ton of patience and, you know, like absolute determination to satisfy their client. That is Gene right now. And I'm like, that's off to you because well, not, I know how hard hard is it to work with an artist. I'm not gonna tell you what I paid for it either. <laughs> yes, that, worth that better be every penny worth every penny. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't do it differently. And in fact, I yes. I was um I had kind of was high, I hired like a firm. They do like all the things, and the firm mm -hmm. wasn't a fit, but Hannah was, and so yes. I asked if she would work directly with me, and she said. I swear I don't do that, but I will work with you. I have a very strong business mm -hmm. mind, so it keeps me at least, a, you know, the arm waving at a minimum. Mm -hmm. um, and mostly the reason it took so long was because I kept redoing the copy and redoing the copy and redo, you know, all the things that mm -hmm. happen. And, um, but 
I'm very proud of that website. So thank you for the mm-hmm. compliment. And I will tell Hannah that you said that. And mm-hmm. I hope, yes. I hope she hears it because she's, she's so talented. She's so talented. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So Jean, my only suggestion is, you know, like your website right now is perfect. Like, I don't think it could, it could get better. Oh, like me as just a website person, you know, but my only suggestion or request is, whenever you're going to make a change in the website, you know, just have this current website as an archive, you know, in your, in your website hidden somewhere. I do think she, I do think she does that. She, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Mm-hmm. It's actually, it's, it's actually a Squarespace site. Um, mm-hmm. But she, she did a lot of customization, mm-hmm. you know. Um, God. I- and the only thing we're really going to change is mm-hmm. we're going to reduce my one-on-one work for like coaching work and healing work and space clearing work at first that was Mm -hmm. very healer forward believe it or not Mm -hmm. and artist kind of in the background and we're bringing the artist forward so that's Mm going to be a lot of content development as opposed to shifts in visuals um Mm -hmm. and we're adding a press kit page which it needs Mm -hmm. and we're adding a larger ability. We're going to add mm-hmm. more to the gallery and in- mm-hmm. instant purchasing ability. And mm-hmm. we're, and I'm launching a print division. There's a tiny one there now. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm going to be offering a lot of those, you know, those older quirky paintings that people really fell in love with. And mm-hmm. I don't do them as much anymore. Although this one behind me is quirky as hell. So I don't know what's, where all of this is going and I wouldn't mm-hmm. be more delighted. Um, if, if we stop growing, right. If we mm-hmm. stop exploring. If we stop living in awe, if we stop being curious, then we, then we stop being an actual real artist. We we're supposed to live on mm-hmm. guinea branches, right. Acting a little crazy. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly my point. You're supposed to be on the borders of the society. Yeah. If I'm not living out beyond the signposts as an artist, I'm not an artist anymore. Now I'm just a copier, right? I'm just going to make another one of those. So uh, that was the other reason why I pulled out of the mid-career galleries, because although I was very successful, I walked away from a very high six-figure income um, to, to rebirth myself. I can't, I couldn't go back to those galleries because they wouldn't, they wouldn't be a fit anymore, which is good. That's what we're supposed Mm -hmm. to do. Um, and I, I worked for a lot of designer galleries and I will be working with designers again because my work, Mm -hmm. my work belongs in very high end homes, but the cool Mm -hmm. part, and I don't mean that arrogantly. I just know the cool part is that I'm also Mm going to continue producing I'm, a, I'm, I'm creating three or four Oracle decks right now. Mm-hmm. I'm creating smaller paintings on paper. I'm creating a, a lot more prints. So I want my work to be accessible to everyone. And I have an admiration for an artist. Um, his name is Peter Max. And a lot of people don't like mm-hmm. him because he became a very prolific, I will paint anything you want kind of artist, but he also became very mm-hmm. rich because of that. <laughs> <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't want to be an art snob. I do want to uh-huh. be an artist that's well received by a billionaire though. That is. Mm-hmm. 
that is my end game. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. Right. I am currently in millionaires homes. I don't know if I'm mm-hmm. in billionaires homes, but it's totally on my radar. Mm-hmm. But not everybody can pay sixty thousand dollars for a painting, or one hundred and sixty, or one point five million, or eight, or eighty yes. million. Like, right? What about mm-hmm. that Hockney that sold for eighty million? I'm like, if not, if him, why not me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that really yes. is my mindset. There's no reason why not. In fact, I think I'm a better mm-hmm. painter than him. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's just a matter of continuing to grow. And the other mm-hmm. thing is, is um, to allow people to get uncomfortable with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you making that anymore? Because I'm, I'm, cause I'm yeah. not. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't want to. Yes. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Come with me. No, I don't like your art anymore. Bye. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Like... Um... There is a famous comedian called as Ricky Jervis. Yeah. You know, he said, you know, because of, um, you know, a long time ago, he said in a show that, you know, what comedy is? Comedy is like when comedy is a place where humanity goes to tickle itself. You know, it's not supposed to be, um, you know, hurting someone or something. Right. So I think art is very similar to that, right? Like that's your expression and people just deal with it. Like, if you and what at, I will see in the art and what another person will see in the same art is different. If if we're, I was going to say lucky enough, but I think it's more courageous enough, right? Mm-hmm. If I mean, I could, I was making a beautiful living, and mm-hmm. um, again, I was becoming increasingly unhappy, and so now I could go back and create pieces that are somewhat like that. The whimsical aspect of me is alive and well. I am the oldest child I know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, um, growing up is an option, (laughs) not necessarily mandatory. So, um, I really do feel now that I have such a wide berth in the work that I know how to do. I don't think it's, one of the things that I, that I will address, sorry, I just didn't finish my sentence there. I'm kind of going off down another road, but one of the things I talk about when I, when I speak to artists who, who are, they want to be professionals, right? They want to make a living. Mm -hmm. art. The first thing I tell them is make great art. Now, what does that mean? Right. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but Mm -hmm. I've, I've stood in museums and galleries and, and been like, I don't get it. (laughs) Like, how is mm-hmm. this person here and why is that worth $350,000? I don't get it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, but, but make good art, right? Mm-hmm. Hone your craft, be confident in what you do. So if we're running around, you know, oh, and I just can't, and I just, and I'm embarrassed or at least I'm never gonna, <laughs> and it's not gonna, you're right. You're absolutely right. Never, gonna. Mm-hmm. never gonna. And I've been there. Yes. I've been there. I'm never going to lose the weight. I'm never mm-hmm. going to get my person. I'm never going to like, oh, I'll make a list. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's not going to happen. So if we can change the dialogue, the inner dialogue, mm-hmm. and then add the freedom, and then add mm-hmm. the courage to be ourselves, that that is unfuckwithable. Mm-hmm. You can't mess with that. 
it's, it's undeniably powerful to begin to know your authenticity and that whole gives no fucks. Yes. That's what that's about. That's what I mm -hmm. aspire to. Now, am I going to screw it up? Yep. Am I going to hurt you? Yep. Am I going to make a mistake? Yep. Am I going to lie to you when I'm scared? Yep. Am I going <laughs> to mm -hmm. I'm going to do all those things. And then I'm going to love Yes, but it doesn't matter. Then I'm going to love myself back to alignment. And then I'm going to apologize to you for doing that thing. And I promise I'll try not to do it again. And then if I do it again, I'll apologize again. <laughs> yes. Many times as it takes for you to believe that I really, 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 really am sorry that I did that. But when mm -hmm. it comes to living creatively and in alignment with the truth of who we are, I'm not going to lie. I'm just getting to the beginning of that. I thought I was there. And even then I wasn't. So if I thought I was there and I'd arrived, why was I so unhappy? Mm -hmm. What's the difference? I'm going back. I'm, I'm available to do the same thing again. This time I'm happy. Mm -hmm. I'm delighted to do that for you. That would be so much fun for me to create that for you. No problem. I love commission work now because mm -hmm. of that. And people like, if somebody wants to match the dog <laughs> with the right color, mm -hmm. I'm going to match the dog. I'm not that proud. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't love this color. more. Well, that's not true. I do love some colors more than other colors. But, but the truth <laughs> is, is I, I'm in service to, to you. As, as my client, mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm not that service to self thing is good for a while. And we do have, mm -hmm. we do have to be in service. Um, and we have to be able to receive, right. So, mm -hmm. so to some degree service to self that, that has to be a part of me. There was Lisa Nichols, one of my favorite speakers. And she said, don't give from the teacup give from the overflow that's sitting in the saucer. <laughs> that's what you <laughs> give from. So your cup always mm -hmm. stays full. But mm -hmm. we don't, we don't do that. We don't give ourselves enough space to get to know ourselves. And that's what I did when I took my, I took myself off the market. My, um, one of my people on the marketing team said, that was the smartest thing you've ever done. I'm like, what are you talking about? I had no income for two years. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. She said, you totally get that you made yourself scarce. Yes. And I'm like, oh, there's this, there's the other side of the coin. I just get goosebumps. Mm -hmm. That just landed. Yeah. Holy cow. Watch mm -hmm. me fly, right? Um, yes. Same thing when people copy your work. I'm like, go ahead, try and catch me. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> that you're just creating a shadow life. But you know, honestly, I don't think your work is copyable. Thank you like, so much. It's fucking hard. Like, like a person really has to work on it. Like, because it's not something that's like very conformed to like shapes and these things, right? Like, it's it's really hard to copy your art. Like, and if someone copied it, like it would be like very easy. Like, come on, dude. Like, I've seen. Like, get a fucking life, kind of. Thing. I've seen people. People call me that. Have you seen so and so? She's just painting your work, throwing it out there everywhere. And I look at it and I go, "You really think that looks like my work? <laughs> you need to sharpen your eyeballs." I'm like, That's not <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, this is and this is when I work with other artists. This is what I teach them. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm not teaching you to paint like me. I'm teaching you to paint like you. 
And I'm not teaching you to mm-hmm. live like me either. I want you to live like you. What is your authentic alignment? Who are you? Mm-hmm. And until you know yeah. that, you're just going to keep copying others. It's no big deal. You can have my career mm-hmm. that I just dumped in the toilet. No problem. Have fun with that. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm going to do this over here. I'm going to keep going. Mm-hmm. Watch me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Watch me. That's that's a healthy attitude. <laughs> well, it's what I do when people tell me I can't. <laughs> because mm-hmm. yeah. you have a little bit in terms of <laughs> you know in terms of value um you know like because I, I i work in digital marketing i used to work for an agency you won't believe like even for my audience it's hard to believe i work for five days straight like day and night day and night no sleep nothing and i was paid like shit <laughs> of course you. and yeah that's when i decided you know what like fuck this like <laughs> i ain't doing it <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> and you know you won't believe right now it's like you know i work for eight to nine hours and and i'm like done like if the fucking building is on fire it's not my Bye. fucking problem and yeah. i almost like in my hourly rates are like 13 times higher you know and i i don't give a fuck like it's like warren buffett or bill gates i'm like dude if my work work hour is done you better get an appointment for tomorrow or whenever the fuck I'm available and catch me then like, don't, don't eat my head now. <laughs> you know, I have reached to that level, um, you know, of yeah. understanding the market. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there is, there's more to that, right? When we're doing the mm-hmm. thing we love to, you were doing something you loved. You were just doing it for somebody mm-hmm. else and you weren't making enough money. And I had a coach yes. way back when who said, And it took me a long time to understand this. When you're making enough money, you will kind of almost do anything like not anything, but you will. So no, no, almost, almost anything. I'm the living proof. (laughs) This is what I'm saying. Right. So Mm -hmm. I'm paid well for what I do. So if you want me to do something differently, if it goes against the core of who I am, I will tell you why mm-hmm. I can't do that for you. But if it doesn't, and 99.9% of the time doesn't matter to me at all, I did an abstract and somebody wanted me to spin it upside down. She wanted it to hang upside down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> yes. I'm not, yes. No, I'm just, I'm not attached. And now, um, this piece, this work that I'm doing for this global tour, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of almost being told what to do all the time. So I had to get Mm -hmm. my artist ego Mm -hmm. feeling safe, right? Not out of the way, can't kick her in the corner Mm -hmm. and she's going to raise a ruckus, but Mm -hmm. I had to let her know this is a good thing for all of us. We're doing magic here. So so hold steady. Everything's going to be fine. Right. And whether or not I'll go back to, you know, that kind of painting outside Mm -hmm. of this tour. um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Right. Like if I knew what I was going to do tomorrow, that would kind of throw everything out the window that I just talked about. (laughs) Like I had a plan. Right. Mm hmm. And you'd be bored, right? I like so if you knew everything that was going to happen. So bored. I I do yeah. I do like a little chaos. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little. Yeah. Um. I used to like a lot of drama, and then I just got 
mm-hmm. <laughs> tired. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, we can have passion, but we don't have to have chaos. There's a difference. Yes. I, I have done that. Like, you know, when I was managing another agency, you know, I used to tell my um, you know, subordinates because I had 130 of them. Like I had 130 employees working in that agency. I used to be like, whatever is, is like the most fucked project, like, you know, it's like on fire, like bring it to me. I want that chaos. That's sick. You're sick. <laughs> yeah. You're asking me if I think artists are crazy and you uh-huh. do that? Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> Gene, like I can, I can tell you like marketers are the worst people on the earth. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't necessarily say that because I work with some really soulful people, but, and I'm a, like I said, I'm a little crazy. So I, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. So how did that go? Was that, is that a real event? That, was a real thing? Yeah, that did not last for long, you know. Right? Who, <laughs> why would you invite that in? Like, ooh, give me your worst. Yeah. Like, right? Give me your most messed up mm-hmm. human in relation. Yeah. Dear Jesus, give me your fucked up human. Not, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, my problem was, like, anytime a fucked up client came, they were like, go to this guy. <laughs> And I'm right? like, dude, I did not ask for this one. Oh my one. God. That's why, that's why I don't want to call myself a healer anymore. Oh my God. I'm just going to go ahead and say it now. Oh, apparently everybody's going to know how you really feel. Mm-hmm. Don't, no, I'm not, I can't fix you. you are, yeah. I'm not, was it Tony Robbins that says I'm not your guru, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh right? yeah. Can you please fix me? Nope. Can't even fix me. (laughs) Yeah. No, no. no. (laughs) Oh my God. So, yeah. Now, you know, like this podcast that I'm running, I can promise you, Gene, the day I'm like, you know, like, I don't want to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to quit. Like, I don't care. (laughs) But this is something that I genuinely enjoy, you know, like talking to people and the rest of the part that sucks. You know, the editing, the publishing. I, I'm like, dude, I don't want to do that. Like, fuck that. But unfortunately, I do not have an option. Well, so here's the cool part. Um, and we can kind mm-hmm. of speak to the energy of this. And I, I hear you. Every time I sell a painting that I have to ship, I have this mm-hmm. really mixed feeling inside. Like, yoo-hoo, I just made a whole bunch of money. Oh, fuck, I got to put that mm-hmm. in a box. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh my god all all my clients are gonna be like i didn't know you felt like that like but there are many (laughs) things we don't want to do right that Mm -hmm. is just part of it but what i will say is uh, this was an old photography teacher now I'll share, I'll share a little bit of a story if it's okay when i was in well it's got to be okay i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep talking it was i was a Mm -hmm. wedding photographer and I would mm-hmm. go to these conferences and I'm sitting at the lunch mm-hmm. table with a whole bunch of professional artists, amazing people. Mm-hmm. And this particular day, all they complained about was how this was before digital because we used paper, <laughs> film, <laughs> silver, um, whatever that is, how expensive their lab bills were. <laughs> mm-hmm. And finally I put my fork down and I chewed the rest of my food. And I looked around the table at these brilliant, brilliant photographers and I said, mm-hmm. I bet you my lab bills are higher than all of yours. And they're like, what? I go, I am so happy about it. Mm-hmm. What? What's 
wrong with you? Hmm. I go, if my bill to pay my lab to develop all my imagery is that high, that means I'm making a whole bunch of money. Yes. And they will, they still didn't get it. They still didn't get it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how much are you charging? Mm -hmm. Well, this and this and this, whatever. I'm like, yeah, you're not charging enough. You're super talented. Mm -hmm. You're not charging. Yeah. If you just add 10% to what you're charging, I promise you, if you do 20 weddings a year, and I mean, some people were doing more than that. My career at the time was I was doing 10 weddings a year, making $250,000 a year. Mm -hmm. Do the math. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I was playing golf four days a week. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now that. Oh my God. Like, yeah, that's life. That's a balanced life. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I get so much frustrated because I have, you know, like students and people that I work with. I'm like, and they're miserable, you know, like, I'm like, they're like, oh my God, like, this fucking sucks. I'm like, yeah, just raise your fucking rates. Like, yeah. that's it. And yeah. they're like, what if no one pays me? I'm like, then you go fucking broke. But it's that, that does not mean that, you know, like, you have to charge piss poor, you know, amount. Because what I've, you know, like, <clears throat> seen is those people, you know, who pay you very less are the ones who are going to, like, take your soul. <laughs> right? Yeah, but you know, the hamster the... wheel people don't know mm -hmm. how to get off of. Yeah, but, but those people who are paying very good amount, you know, good rate for anything... They don't give a shit how it happens because they have so much trust in you. They're like, you know what, this guy's got it. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to, you know, leave it on his own or her own. I'm like, yeah, that, that's what we want as humans, right? We want people to believe us and trust us. But that's why the number one rule is hone your craft. Yes. Be the best. I mean, uh -huh. yeah, Jean, I don't think there is, a, there is a better profession. A professional that can talk about professionalism than you because you have been an artist for so long um i think you know like you could charge like a million and a half just teaching this corporate you know ceos and ceos oh trust me you know i'm well on my way uh-huh yeah yeah you you better start Let, that you know. catch me <laughs> oh that little <laughs> arrogant personality just came forward isn't she fun <laughs> yeah I mean, we, um, you know, the world need, needs kind of Kanye's, right? I am, you know? I am serious about that though. Um, mm -hmm. and that's why I've hired really, really good people at what they do. You know, mm -hmm. um, I, it, it, I, it, I just like, it can't fail. I'm just going to say it like that. You know what I mean? Now, yesterday, if I was, you know, if you talked to me yesterday, I'd be like, I'm going to lose everything. Yeah. <laughs> because mm -hmm. <laughs> like, because those days exist right mm -hmm. yes and then we just you know i don't even kick them to the curb anymore i kind of like go okay so who is that that lives inside of you that needs to be heard what's going on sweetie mm -hmm. why are you so scared yeah. what happened to you that you're so scared right and then i pull the whole pono pono i'm so sorry i was ignoring you my goodness you must have been so frightened to be so loud today Mm -hmm. um it's a it's a day by day right it's it's a mm -hmm. day by day experience and these kinds of conversations yes. is what allows us to kind of help others right mm -hmm. oh, yes let me inspire because i truly believe you know right now some person from some part of this earth is listening to us oh. and they're like you know what maybe it's i could do the same thing it's, it's you know? my mother ganesh my mother is watching <laughs> okay. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can assure you more people are listening to us than one person, two person. Like when the guy says, oh, look at, I have your book. Oh, you're yeah. the one. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, there was, an, there was a very funny incident in India. Um, totally unrelated shit. Um, so there, there was a guy, you know, who, who stood for elections, you know, local municipal elections. And on on the counting day, he was crying. And all the news people were like, why the fuck is this guy crying? <laughs> and when they went and talked to him, he said, you know what? I have 14 people living in my house. It's it's a joint family. And I only got two votes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, oh, right. Because everything so is that's it is the news. It's sad. Everything is right. You do not know what's going on in that person's home. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. We don't even want to know what's going on in there. For real. You know, that's just a mess. For real. And actually, you know, yeah. this whole thing, podcasting has of course become a big thing. In fact, I'm I'm we're launching a podcast podcast pretty soon. So I'm very oh, congrats. Very excited. Um very excited. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be work, right? But it's these conversations, though, that help people understand that we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. And so you were super vulnerable and transparent with me earlier. And so I'm going to be vulnerable and transparent right back at you. Mm-hmm. You were like, oh, my God, I would talk to Gene set. I swear to God, I was like, What? <laughs> Mm-hmm. what i don't get it i didn't <laughs> yeah it, right but it tells you that my social media marketing is working really well mm-hmm. yes <laughs> you're getting results very quickly bigger than i am here i am like on my mountain in Asheville, you know mm-hmm. but when i said it I, I said it to my teacher to my mentor like, oh my God, this guy can I was so happy to be talking to you. And I go, this is what mm-hmm. he wrote. And she goes, yes, sweetie, of course. And I was like, mm-hmm. you keep telling me this. Like, what does that mean? I never, mm-hmm. ever, 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 ever want somebody mm-hmm. to be afraid to talk to me, right? Like never, never. It kind of mm-hmm. reminds me a little bit of, I think it's Greg Braden who talks a lot about, um, he, he's, he spends a lot of time with Bruce Lipton and they talk a lot about science and divinity and the quantum and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I've never met him, but my mentor has, and she said he was the kindest, most beautiful man. And he's well known in his circles. He's written many books. He's toured with Hay House, I think, like all the things, right? Mm-hmm. And she said, I couldn't believe what a beautiful human he was. That's what she remembered. She didn't remember how smart he was. She didn't remember all the books he wrote. She didn't remember what he even talked mm-hmm. about that day. She remembered how yeah. kind he was. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. I want to be that. I just got these books mm-hmm. all up and down my body. I want to be that. I want to be direct and I want to take care of myself. I want to be boundaried, not walled, but I want to be that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, I did want to respond that I was truly surprised that you felt that way. I just, <laughs> but it was also really, really, really fun for me. <laughs> Thank you. 
yes i hope it was fun you know it 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 very recently it happened to me in fact i think day, day before yesterday i was um, you know <clears throat> stuck in a traffic i was just waiting for the signal to turn green and i was speaking on the phone and th- there was a guy next to me and he was like hi i was like yeah hi so what like <laughs> what the fuck does this guy want now and you won't even believe he said dude i have listened to one of your podcasts i think mm-hmm. i'm like the fuck are you talking about <laughs> yeah oh I, was, i love that and, yeah and you know i i asked him like how did you recognize me and he said you were you know he, this was his like literal words he he, uh, he said you were sounding like a bitch in your high tone you know high notes i was like oh fuck yeah that's that's me. totally me <laughs> i did that that you yep, nailed it yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like truly blown away now like okay now i had to be more responsible in terms of what i say <laughs> but it is fun i was in a restaurant one time yes. with my then partner mm-hmm. and somebody literally walked up to the table and they were like are you jean bisset and mm-hmm. i was like when i woke up this morning as exactly who i was right and so we talked mm-hmm. for a little bit and she walked away and i was like beaming i was like and my partner looked at me and went really <laughs> yeah really i'm like yeah i'm doing the set <laughs> yeah he's like yeah i i know this is a no yeah. you're not coming and that you know if if someone has not felt that feeling you it's impossible to explain yeah you're like you know you know like i don't know who that you know who that is but they recognize me so so that so what like you know people have millions of followers i'm like i don't give a shit if someone has a billion followers <laughs> you know that one guy recognized me and that's enough for me for now you know yeah i, I am also like work in progress you know like i'm going to get there but eventually not now you know for real i had an interview this morning for a women's platform that's coming up in august and i don't have mm-hmm. the followers that um whoops what just happened nothing uh, don't worry i have all the backups don't worry oh there we go uh mm-hmm. it looks like we're coming on at, up to our time but um she said mm-hmm. i don't have the followers that she wanted for me to be a speaker mm-hmm. on her platform but after the conversation she was like I totally want you on my pod. Like I don't care how many followers you have. <laughs> like <laughs> yay, like this is great. Mm-hmm. So, but that's what that's what brings you to that place, right? You start talking, you yes. do the thing, you meet a bunch of people, next thing you know people want to know you better and then you do have a million followers. But guess what? So what? Mhm. Yes. So what? Who cares? Unless I want to yeah. write a book, then the publisher's all mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> So, yeah, anyway, um I really appreciate this this day with you. I was looking forward to it and I couldn't mm-hmm. be more thrilled with uh our conversation and I loved mm-hmm. loved it. And a teeny bit I want to point out that earlier you said, you know, we are coming up to our time. Yeah, I want to be I want to honor your time. So. Uh-huh. There, there is no fucking time. No! <laughs> I'm going to be like totally honest. I want to honor the Gene, you guys. you don't trust me. <laughs> I have had episodes where I it, it was like 28 minutes, you know, and I have had episodes recently that's going to come up very soon, which was 3 hours 21 minutes. Oh my goodness. 
gotta be kidding me. Yeah, so there is no fucking time. Like, there is no limit. Okay. Okay. You know, what else? Of what? Uh, Let me check, though. Let me check. I just got a, I just got a text. I'm going to walk away for just one second. No problem. I had, I'm supposed to have a meeting at three, and I have a funny suspicion mm-hmm. that he's canceling. No, he's not canceling, but he's got the wrong location. This guy. Ugh. We're going to mm-hmm. figure it out. Anyway, um, yeah, let's see. Yeah. Let's see what he says. I'm, I, I do have a meeting at three, so we won't be able to go too, too much mm-hmm. longer. But Got it. No, I, I was just pointing it out. Like, yeah, you, you are totally free. My, like, don't have any constraints. Well, it, just, let's do it again. We could pick a whole different subject mm-hmm. matter for sure. Yes. But I mean, I I'm, I think I could make you a little bit controversial by, you know, bringing political stuff up in it. You know. Oh, I don't talk about politics, but like, if you force, I would, I, I will, would make you. I will... <laughs> All right, ask me the hardest question you would ask me. Let's see if I can play in that sandbox with you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So what do what do you think about the you know don't say gay bill? Don't say what? Don't say gay. Don't say oh, we can't say gay now. Um, you know, they, uh, in schools, they want to, <laughs> they want to, uh, you know, like pass a bill. What do we want to be? <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> oh my God. This is a great, I'm the worst <laughs> lesbian ever. I had never been to a pride festival until two years ago. Somebody uh-huh. was like, what? Mm-hmm. I go, it's not my politics. I don't really give a shit. I just feel like, what are you mm-hmm. talking about? People are people. Yeah. So we can't call me gay now. Is that? <laughs> Um, no, it's, it's more Why about you me? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not about you, dude. Come on. <laughs> it's, it's more about school. You know, like don't teach children about, you know, LGBTQ oh, and all those things. They want to pass a bill. That's funny you say that. Um, I was dating somebody and she had a son. And mm-hmm. one of his teachers said something in the classroom. We were driving him home from school. I was, you know, I was, I was driving actually. And he said, Hey mom, you know, and, and he talked about like pretty much the gist of it was one of the teachers, um, I guess a a kid drew, so they were drawing something and they were creating slogans or whatever. And he said Mm -hmm. something about gay, he's something about gay. I don't even remember what the context was. And Mm -hmm. the teacher said, you know, you might not want to use that word. (laughs) I Mm -hmm. almost. I almost drove off the road. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Here I am dating his mother, you know, like, and I just like right my head, almost mm-hmm. like I almost like hurt myself. Look, like what? <laughs> and uh-huh. and she, it kind of it caused a fight. I remember it caused a fight. We're not dating anymore, but and I just like, I was like. I, you're gonna storm into the school, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, I am not gonna storm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. honestly, um, usually I'm not that. <laughs> usually I'm not mm-hmm. that triggered. I I mm-hmm. I do have an opinion though. 
about child suicide. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to ask me how I feel about something, I'm going to give you an Eagle's eye view of it. And people Mm -hmm. get really mad at me for this because they think (laughs) I had some people two years ago that thought I was racist because I made a comment about something and I was like, can't talk about anything anymore. Like, Mm-hmm. I'm the least racist person anyone would ever meet. First mm-hmm. of all, I'm a minority demographic. That doesn't give me the right to judge anybody for doing anything. And I don't think mm-hmm. I'm delinquent. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I do know, though, that if we mm-hmm. can't find a way to let children know that we see them, mm-hmm we're going to lose them and we're going to continue. Hold on. My battery's dying. We're going to continue losing Mm -hmm. and we're going to lose them by, you know, and this, this same son had a, had a classmate who actually did commit suicide and he was tiny at the time. He was 12. Mm -hmm. And, um, this same little boy went and put a bunch of flyers up. I can't remember what it was all about, but he took it, he took it very personally. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. When I met his mother, like took her a while to tell him. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I don't care, (laughs) you know? And, and yeah, like, right. I'm 11. I'm Mm -hmm. 11. I'm built for the future. Mm -hmm. I don't even know (laughs) if I want to be with boys or girls. (laughs) Like, like, Mm-hmm. think about it i'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. it'll be girls but yeah my my fight in that is um about their safety and letting them know mm-hmm. that they're loved and if that's mm-hmm. not happening they're they're hurting themselves mm-hmm. that's my only political argument i could care less you know that's a valid point I think. yeah i don't i don't care about but... the rest of it but Jean, you're you're terribly failing in being very controversial. Then, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So here is another question: and being controversial um... by being uncontroversial. <laughs> <laughs> Not having an opinion yeah, so... these days is extremely controversial. Uh-huh. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I have another um, offensive question that I had awesome. for an you know that was reserved for an American and. <clears throat> Uh, here is that question, right? Yeah. Um, recently, Florida, um, uh, you know, the congressman, he was talking about passing a bill yeah. which would, um, you know, teach kids. Um, I don't even know how to say it. Like, so, you know, like black people got a lot of advantage from being slaves, like from the slavery system. Wait, that's what so they saying is true? He he is saying that we need to teach kids that black people got, you know had certain advantages because you know they went through this horrific thing. Really, is he a white yeah. guy? What the congressman? Think? I don't follow any politics, so you have to tell me. Guess guess. Take a while. Oh, is guess. it DeSantis? No, wait. No, I don't want to name. I no, I won't name. But do you think he's a white or a black? Well, he sounds white. Yes. Yes. Really? Is anyone surprised? (laughs) Jesus. First of all, 
I literally can't speak to this. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a white lesbian, you know, Mm -hmm. right. So here's, here's a little bit of a funny story. So this, this, um, friend of mine said, Hey, maybe I could get your art into this, this place in Asheville that is very, Mm -hmm. very, very proud of its, um, black heritage. Right. Mm -hmm. He said, but I don't think they'll let you in there. Like they're very, they're very like, this is, it's like a section of Asheville that apparently was, was predominantly dark skinned Mm -hmm. people. And Mm -hmm. I said, I'm a lesbian. Doesn't that count for anything? (laughs) And he goes, Mm -hmm. no, you're just way too white. (laughs) I said, you know, (laughs) this whole conversation is so is so valid but it's validated only by the person who's making the statement and if i make a statement that first of all that's fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. but i'm not black mm-hmm. i don't get to say yes. and black people don't need my fucking help i mean they need mm-hmm. my respect they deserve mm-hmm. if, if they're kind people, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But yes. I don't get to speak to that because I don't know what it's like. I know what mm-hmm. it's like to be a minority. I've never been, as far as I know, I've mm-hmm. never lived in a world um, personally where I've been, you, you know, like not welcomed because mm-hmm. of who I am. And my androgyny, when I walk in the room, tells you it's questionable. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, probably, probably lesbian. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the package I come in. And I can speak to my own experience around that and not loving the package I came in. I can speak to, mm-hmm. for many years, wanting to be more feminine. But guess what? I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm internally feminine. My, my masculine and feminine is very balanced. But mm-hmm. I've never been not served, you know. When I turned fifty, mm-hmm. I decided I was going to get tattoos. I got my first mm-hmm. tattoo when I was fifty years old, and for the first year, I and I got it on my arm. Mm-hmm. And for the first year, I could see people staring at me, but I was expecting them to stare at me. Mm-hmm. But of course, they were staring at me. Now I live in Asheville. If you don't have a tattoo, mm-hmm. you're just not cool enough. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and, and I said something the other day, I said, listen, I don't, those are not my politics. People are people and I love Mm -hmm. people. So like, I don't march. I'm not going to burn my bras. I need the bra. Um, (laughs) And and I'm not going to wear a pussy hat either. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to put anything on my head that's called a pussy hat. (laughs) People were like, oh my God, what the heck? What's wrong with you? I said, I don't think there's Mm -hmm. anything wrong with me. I think I'm fine. I'm sorry if I'm offensive to you, mm-hmm. but it's not that I'm offensive. It's that you're offended by my level yes. of freedom. So you, yeah. you feel how you feel, right? People mm-hmm. who feel, um, who came through that heritage. Oh my God. How about Jewish people? You really want to bring stuff up to talk about? Mm-hmm. I, oh, holy crap. But this kind of a little bit goes back to, well, how are you going to, what are you going to do about it? Not me. I don't have to do anything about it. Cause I know nothing mm-hmm. like that white privilege thing. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. It exists. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Do I love that? No. And as a woman, mm -hmm. I could, I could be marching or I could mm -hmm. set an inspired, I could, I could be an inspired human and live my life mm -hmm. and mind my own damn business and take mm -hmm. care of sweet, my own sidewalk. Right. And mm -hmm. never mind unless you ask me. And then I'm probably going to give you that same mm -hmm. answer. I think that totally is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. And I, because I'm four, mm -hmm. I have mm -hmm. a mixed emotion about taking down all of the statues. Right. Like remember mm -hmm. all the, like, remember that big hullabaloo, we're going to smash all the, the white, the Confederate and, mm -hmm. I, and yes. I only, I only paid enough attention to be uh -huh. slightly dangerous. If I opened my mouth, mm -hmm. I, I feel I, I could, I could sort of understand it, both sides. I was like, okay, mm -hmm. so this is a historical representation, but it's mm -hmm. completely not even like it's not it's not telling the whole story right so like yeah but gene i don't think in your country you're allowed to do that you know you have to take a side oh well you know? that's <laughs> what makes me controversial <laughs> yes exactly exactly that's what i was going to and say and i don't care what like, football you know, team i you you give a shit about i don't care uh -huh. <laughs> yeah but but you have to be extra careful around football than um, uh, politics these days. You can't say anything. <laughs> I forget what it was. And again, I'm I'm in my sixties, and I've I've been. We call it out. I'm like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Like, I question everything. Um, but I was like 22 years old, and before that, I was dating boys, and I was like, mm -hmm. oh, that's what's been wrong. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then I thought I was going to lose all my friends and I did, but it wasn't because of them. It was because of me. Mm -hmm. I was ashamed. Mm -hmm. So I like, right. So I went through this whole, I went through this whole thing and, but now I just found out. So after I was with my, my partner for 25 years, and then I was dating women who would call mm -hmm. themselves bisexual because mm -hmm. they're pretty. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. Right? So, but then I was talking to a friend of mine who, mm -hmm. who call, I call myself a lesbian. Um, I love mm -hmm. men. I just mm -hmm. don't want to do that thing with them. That's all. It's the only, mm -hmm. it's the only difference because mm -hmm. I have a lot of male friends, not a lot, a lot, but a, a mm -hmm. lot, enough. Right. And so mm -hmm. just the right amount. <laughs> just, that's so funny. And she's like, I can't believe you're dating. She, she called them mm -hmm. straight women. I'm like, they're not, well, if they're dating me, they're not straight. <laughs> <laughs> but she was incensed by my choice. Mm -hmm. And then I found out like in my own town, there's like a line, like the bisexual, or mm -hmm. queer, they call themselves queer. Again, I'm too old to know the right words. Mm -hmm. Like some, I, I was talking to a young woman and she is a, they, and I mm -hmm. said, how's your sister? And she, okay. Okay. Don't get me started on. They wow, and okay, them, no, wait, okay. <laughs> no, listen, I, yeah. I uh -huh. come from a life in a world where I believe uh -huh. that anatomically there's a, 
there's a oh i'm gonna get in so much trouble <laughs> yes please stop please stop i don't want you to get in emotionally <laughs> and you have male parts and you don't want to have them anymore first of all i think you should be old enough to make that decision i don't think children should be making those decisions quite yet but again uh-huh. i don't know what i'm talking about because i'm not a mother of a child who feels that way and is in pain right i want my child out of pain yes that's my that's that's my religion <clears throat> get you out of mm-hmm. pain <laughs> so mm-hmm. right and and so this they concept uh-huh. one of my neighbors pulls me aside one day and he goes i have to ask you something <laughs> like i'm gonna mm-hmm. know and he goes so my niece uh-huh. And he kind of goes on about how she is a they. And I said, I'm a 60 year old lesbian. I can't answer that for you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I said, except uh-huh. can you love her? Just love her. Mm-hmm. Love them. Yeah. Love them. So this okay. happened the other day and I, I was saying goodbye. And I said, how's your sister? And she goes, oh. Mm-hmm they are never leaving home and i said oh my god that's right i'm so sorry because i referred to her as a her and i just wanna, uh-huh. i wanted to honor her i doesn't bother. then i got my car and drove away guess what never gonna talk to her again probably i don't care uh-huh. so I, those arguments to me are a waste of my bandwidth i have really mm-hmm. fucking awesome things to do on the planet <laughs> yes yes if it affects somebody mm-hmm. i love the cool mm-hmm. part is they get to talk to me and sometimes they don't even like the answer because I might not be on their side and I might not be against their side mm-hmm. and they want, they want my support. And I'm like, my support is to love you. my support is to love mm-hmm. you. I love you. That's it. That's all I care about. Yes. Now, what do you, mm-hmm. do you, do you, do you believe me? Do you feel loved? Yes. Excellent. I've done my job. Mm-hmm. Got it. Well, so Jean, it's been. It's been like incredible talking to you. You too. Uh, you too. Because it, it's been ne- almost two hours, and still I still can't fucking believe that I just talked to G for two hours. Um, do I have know. to do something like really stupid on your show so that you can take? Listen, if you if yeah. you don't let me off the pedestal, I'm gonna fall. <laughs> I would I would like I would like you to try it. <laughs> Oh, but you're so sweet. And thank you. Um, my ego is back here going, receive, receive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better switch that on now. Um, but, yeah, so first of all, really thank you um, for welcome. taking, you know, your time. Um, because, you know, I recognize how hard is it for, you know, like artists like you to take time out of your day. Oh, you're so, so thank you very much for that. This is marketing and PR. That's what this is, right? No, this Mm. is part of, and I love talking to people. But you're you're ending on a controversial note. Well, listen, (laughs) I think, I hope this blows up. Jean, I hope this blows up, you know? (laughs) Yeah. You have it too easy in your life. Like I hope it blows up a little bit. Wait until I do my podcast with my with mm-hmm. my brown partner <laughs> it's mm-hmm. gonna get okay. mm-hmm. oh yeah. my god it's gonna be so good i mm-hmm. can't wait she that's what she says she was yeah. a white lesbian and a brown indian guru yeah that's, that's got to be fun 
that's got to be fun. It's all good. It's all good. I hope to do this again with you at some point. Please call upon me anytime. Yes. I adored our time together. I'm so bummed that I didn't get to see your face for the whole thing. I don't know if you were going to let your public know that uh-huh. I had to talk to myself all yes. few hours. <laughs> guys don't don't like don't fucking threat, threaten me in the instagram dms <laughs> but my phone messed me up so yeah i'm again um sorry for that i think but guys, beautifully <laughs> mm-hmm, thank you so guys if you have made it this long you got some patience dude so thank you very much for making to the end of this episode i am really grateful for my audience and the for the guests that i have today so thank you very much everybody once again but until the next episode please take care of yourself and jeans uh, website will be in the link please just go there just just i don't care just do whatever you want don't cyber attack her but you know just send a lovely messages in follow her on instagram where, wherever you like Aww, and please show our support and she should feel the sapien podcast you know crew coming up there so yeah that's it thank you very much take care and be be, be peaceful Ta-ta. thank you ganesh